When I was 16 years old, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I've attempted suicide a few times. Just like a sandwich, when you eat it, you know, you don't like the tomatoes and the lettuce, but still you eat it because you paid for it and it's there. So I was like, you know, all the characters that I have, it's, I should love the good and the bad in me. And if it's the worst, I should change it to better. Hi, I'm Jagjati. Welcome to You Are Human, a podcast attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing you real stories, real heroes. This is episode one. Today's story is about Mazoon Alzajali, a youth advocate and a certified peer educator who is responsibly helping people deal with their social, family and mental health issues. While she is in the forefront of all leading world events and conferences representing the youth of Oman, she has her personal battles which she has been fighting since a very young age. Although her very active social media accounts and constant media coverage portray a perfect picture, in this episode, she opens up about the other invisible side. A lot of people, they always see the perfect picture out of someone, your friend or anyone that's close to you. For sure, everyone, they go through a lot of things in their life that maybe they haven't spoken about to people. So when I was 16 years old, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It was very um, difficult for me at the beginning to understand what is bipolar. I had a lot of uh, suicidal thought and I've attempted suicide a few times, like without knowing what is this, just feeling of ending my life or ending the situation. I really hated facing it. So after that, I felt like this is not me. I'm, I'm a different person. I know that I deserve to live and I know that uh, my life hasn't started yet. So I really need to seek help. So after seeking help by visiting a psychologist and a psychiatrist, talking to them about what I was going through, which was very difficult because I didn't know if they will understand what I'm going through or or simply they will say, you know, she's just a teenager, it's fine. And maybe I wouldn't get help that I need. But eventually the doctor diagnosed me with bipolar disorder, which I didn't know what is bipolar disorder. At a stage in life where Mazun is, it requires a lot of courage to speak out and admit everything with such honesty. I go ahead and ask her as to how she dealt with this news at the tender age of 16. Well, actually, uh, I, I would say it was like um, semi alone and semi trying to find someone that could understand. At the beginning, it was between me, myself and the psychologist. And I had few right. friends, actually, I'm very grateful for them because they used to drop me to my appointment because I didn't drive and I couldn't tell my family yet. And no, I, I get treated by a psychologist or psychiatrist. I need to go to Ibn Sina hospital. It's a big name for them to hear. And it's like shocking news. Why do you go there and all of that? So I, I didn't want to add a lot of drama in my life with them 
besides the drama that I had already living. So I had few friends who used to drop me and they didn't know what's wrong with me or anything, but they were just being supportive of being there. And then at certain point of my life, when being in college and everything, I found actually a few of my friends, they could understand what I'm going through. And at the same time, my mother, I had to face her and I had to share what I'm going through. And the only person who helped me actually overcome all this besides my friends is my mother, because I felt like she held my hand and she made me understand what I'm going through. And she helped me out a lot, a lot by getting treatment, even like outside of the country and, you know, continuing it in a, in a, in a, to be in a better shape. So I would say that um, facing my family and educate them about what's happening and uh, having to sit with the doctor to understand what's going on and, and all of that, it made me feel happy. I remember my mom, uh, because I continued uh, my treatment in Thailand, and I remember her uh, walking in with me with the uh, psychologist you know and um and i felt happy i felt that i have that support that i thought that my parents wouldn't understand so i need to seek help from the friends that i met in college but it turned out wrong the friends were there they helped me out a lot and speaking up to my family it helped a lot for my mom to be there for me as she continues to share more she also mentions about her family's initial denial. Actually, the first year, my, my family didn't know about my appointments. They didn't know about anything. But I know that my mom and my eldest sister, they felt that there's something wrong going on. And they sensed that I was trying to attempt suicide. But maybe, I feel like maybe they didn't want to shock themselves that it's true. So they never right. faced me to ask me but my mom always kept on being positive and telling me you know there's nothing wrong you're fine these things happens in your age don't worry about them she tried to educate me but i can't blame her you know uh, mothers and parents they always want to see their daughters you know their children's in a perfect shape that was uh, the beginning of the story of being diagnosed and understanding it and then starting to understand the medication and the pills and knowing that those pills and, and medication that I'll take, they will change my routine and they will change a lot of things. My mood swings, my personality, my character, my uh, anger management as well, and even my sleep. A report published by WHO in October 2019 stated that one in four people in the world will be affected by mental or neurological disorders at some point in their lives. What really worries me is the unfortunate stigma that exists. I personally believe that the more we talk about it, the more we are going to be okay with it. Mazun too agrees with this. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree with that because, you know, I, I blame it actually, the stigma, uh, I blame it on people who didn't educate people back then. They gave them education to learn uh, different languages. They gave them education to learn everything, but they didn't give them the education about it's fine to visit a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you know, right. that, that thing, right. it, it wasn't there, which is like, 
which was a huge taboo and it's still in a lot of places it's still a taboo like people they don't want to talk about it or people they are scared walking in into uh, a doctor into a psychologist or a psychiatrist you know it's like they don't want to walk in they're scared they're they have the fear of the community but i'm very mm-hmm. proud beside of that i'm very 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 proud of a lot of people right now in this generation especially they have the awareness of mental health and they are the ones who are educating their pal- their parents and their family about it if the government gives a huge support and put all you know, advertisements on the street lines you know on the streets on tv and people will accept it because they see it coming in you know from the country itself okay. yeah and then they will be like no it's fine I have read about bipolar disorder but I really want to know from Mazun that how is it like to be living with it I can't speak from other person because everyone uh, everyone's experience is different but I could talk about my own uh, the mood swings are really bad in a second I used to cry a lot I remember like I remember someone asked me what is your hobbies I was like crying because i used to cry like a lot like i used to have this fear and then i cry and then in the next um few hours i am suddenly happy i feel that hope in life you have yeah. you need to have hope and feel happy and then uh depression hits hard feeling depressed it's 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 a lot of uh, mixed mood that you cannot understand yourself and your surroundings can't understand or deal with you 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 would lose like i felt like i'm losing a lot of people people are not understanding what's happening with me like if i have to be friend with someone or talk with someone i have to say like hello my name is mizun and just to let you know that i am a bipolar like you know please put this in your head if in a second you see me you know but uh actually the good fact about bipolar is like uh, it, it makes me very very creative and very energetic like the level of creativity and and energy it's it's very high and i remember my doctor was telling me that it's not good to be always energetic and you know always creative sometimes creativity takes you to a lot of a lot of uh, level with your mind uh sometimes it gives you motivation to wake up and do something and when you want to do it you have to do it now like like it's it's that intense like i wake up in the morning for example if i want something or if i want to talk to someone or if i want to create an event or talk about an issue it's like i try to finish the whole event in one day get sponsors and do things and do everything like the 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 feeling wow. of satisfaction and the feeling of doing something and and i've seen it like uh, i've read about it a lot of people who have bipolar actually they are very successful and they are very creative people when i feel depressed and i get anxiety attacks it was the worst because i remember one day i had to go to college but we were roaming around the college almost 3 4 times i was crying and i had fear not to go in just like that mm-hmm. you know it's just mixed emotions like i don't want to go and no i don't want to do this no i don't want to do that and it's very hard because you you can't understand sometimes yourself you you can't understand why is this happening to me why i am happy and then i am sad and then i feel depressed i feel like i don't want to go out i just want to be on bed i feel life is not 
nothing is worth it in life nothing why you know a lot of questions it's too much it's it's very hard especially if you don't understand your feelings and you don't know how to control them the way you mentioned that you get creative and if you think of an event or a task you just do it a to z you're in full energy would you say that you get to see a wider spectrum of life through a bipolar perception uh yes you do because um for me i feel like yes i did it and it it was worth it but then followed by that a lot of stress comes okay. uh besides stress a lot of um uh, his- uh, feeling like uh, hesitant and right. uh, dropping things uh, and it made me actually and it gave me something that started to be within my character like mm-hmm. if i am somewhere or or at a workplace or or at a conference or anywhere uh and i feel like this is not how it should be i drop everything and i leave like wow. you know like this mm-hmm. is not how it should be and you know even if I, i even if for example i needed the job let's say or i needed that conference that workshop you know i really need but it makes me feel like no if this is not how it should be or the job description it's not as what it says then i'm sorry yeah. it's fine i i leave this and i just drop it and it started to be within my character right now if you don't make me feel uh, appreciated and understand what i'm trying to deliver then i'm sorry yeah. i just i just leave it like i'm i'm done with this Studies show that the cause of this disorder could be genetic or the environment. I was keen to know if there was any sort of a past trauma to blame for this. I actually I had that conversation with my uh, psychologist one day when they does it come from my family or does it come from an incident? She, uh, she told me that people sometimes they are born with it but they don't come to know it until they grow up and they seek help if it went extreme but some other they live with it and it's fine and they don't know that they that it's bipolar they think that this is something normal that happens to a human being but for me when i try to understand why do i have it i feel like it comes from the bullying and the childhood issues that i was going through When I say bullying in childhood, I don't mean like I had a bad childhood with my family. No, my my family gave me everything and the the good life that I had. But it's more of how I built up my childhood character in school. School is the is is like the second home that you grow up in. It comes from school, it comes from the weak character, it comes from bullying, it comes from misbehaved talks and conversations with teachers. It comes Uh, from not having friends it comes from a lot of things that i did not understand very candidly mazoon has spoken about feeling suicidal and attempting it i want to know if it came from a place of feeling helpless or worthless to which she says basically um it came from feeling 
not belong like i felt like i don't belong uh, in this place i don't mean my house no i felt like i don't belong in 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 a situation because everything got triggered actually from school from being bullied from people who claim that they are friends but then they end up like hurting me bad and i felt like i'm spreading a lot of kindness to people i am helping a lot of people why do I, why do people or or like let's say girls in school treat me that way like what's happening and even like uh, uh calling me with nicknames you know and in family and in school it made me feel like maybe i don't belong in this world nothing right. is 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 worth it why why am i alive if every day i go to school someone does something to me or someone say something to me and i was very weak i was very weak person that i couldn't defend myself that i couldn't say something and right. and I, that i couldn't help myself or find guidance i was lost mm -hmm. while at the same time uh because i was lost because i felt like i don't belong here i knew that there are a lot of young people facing exact the same thing so why not i try and help them out because it's like i understand where where you come from so right. that situation it made me feel like you know i don't belong in this place I, i i hate it it was very difficult for me to understand if this person is going to be my friend or is this person just want to make fun of me and be my friend for a while and try to see yeah. what i write in my diaries you know, take my diary and show it to the whole school and it was a lot that that was very difficult it made me feel like um, no one needs me it makes me feel like it's nothing you know but after yeah. these attempts or or let's say thoughts I came to a realization that God is giving me chances to live. It's it's very wrong thing to do. And right. and and I, I'm not saying that I regret because you know sometimes as humans we cannot control our thoughts. Their thoughts they right. they they come by. There there are anger. There are upside down moods. It it made me feel like uh, don't regret it. Right now I'm like I don't regret it because it made me who I am today. It made me a very strong person. It made me different and I'm, I'm I was very thankful and grateful at the same time. Suddenly I felt like I know why God wants me to live. There are a lot in life that I have to discover mm -hmm. them yet. Yes, and you're very well living your purpose. I must say that, Mazun. <laughs> Thank you. I have seen plenty articles speaking about Mazun's work, her passion and volunteering involvements. Her interviews have played on prime time, received many awards, one of which was from the Russian president Vladimir Putin in 2017. As I absorb all that she has shared, I wonder if she still continues to go for therapy or is on any active medication. I'm not currently under any medication but i just have uh, the anxiety pills and i take them only if um if it's necessary but the reason i stopped my medication because the medication made me gain a lot of weight at the beginning and second thing made me sleep for 20 hours my day is gone and you know it made me different actually it changed a lot in me it made me because you know the medication makes me it needs to balance my mood 
you know so it takes time mm-hmm. takes a long time until everything is balanced and i feel calm and the anger management and all and i felt like i i, I don't want to take those medications because they were making me better yeah but at the same time the side effect i i i didn't like it because i'm a different person i'm very energetic i love to do things a lot and it made me feel like i don't want to do anything my friend and her mother i i'm really thankful for what they have suggested they have always they were they have always has been there for me she was telling me she was like mujin why don't you try and go for pranic healing course So I was telling her what is this pranic healing no I don't want I'm sick I'm tired of life I was very down very very down So mm-hmm. her mother actually pushed me to take the course and after taking the course and and practicing med- meditation a lot understanding my mind and understanding my thoughts and going deep understanding my soul and and who am i and what i want and uh practicing gratitude groundings a lot a lot of things it really made me feel calm more than taking my medications so i i had to go to my doctor and we had a talk that am i ready to like reduce the dosage of my medication to stop them you know i you can't just stop like that you need to mm-hmm. consult your 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 doctor you know and i i really don't advise anyone to just you know feel like oh, okay i'm going to go meditate so let's stop this medication no it doesn't work that yeah. way you really need to consult your doctor so i had a talk with my doctor and uh she really helped me a lot and she saw that there is change in me she saw that i'm different she was very helping me by telling me to practice new hobbies for my anger management for a lot of things and i really appreciate her for that so we started it slowly until she she saw that i don't need to take any medications right now because uh, my mood swings are less my anger management uh, like the feeling anger a lot is gone and anxiety attacks that happens to me a lot it has reduced right. its level so and then i stopped because but i started practicing a lot of meditation inner peace and mindfulness and basically uh it's me and my mind and as well self love because right. i hated myself a lot before you know i hated a lot of things in myself but i started to love every good and bad thing that i have i was like just like a sandwich when you eat it you know you don't like the tomatoes and the lettuce but still you eat it because you paid for it and it's there so i was like you know all the characters that i have it's i should love the good and the bad in me and if it's the worst i should change it to better In a cover story that was done in February 2019, I read a quote by you where you've mentioned that love made you discover yourself and explore potentials. How important is love from family, friends, and especially love of yourself, which you just mentioned right now that you started loving yourself? How important it is in recognizing what we are, what one is going through, and in terms of dealing with the issue. Yeah well um love is something amazing and everyone when they hear love they feel like oh love that i can't get no it's not that love <laughs> is something like it's there you just need to find it it's not find him or her it's find you you know find yourself first 
if you're looking for a relationship, find yourself first. If you're looking for someone to love, find yourself first, you know, finding yourself, loving yourself, even if there was no one that loves you. And if you feel like your family doesn't love you, your friends doesn't love you. If you are in that situation that no one loves you, you don't need their love if you don't have love for yourself. Because once you have the love for yourself, you will, you will see how many people loves you because you will spread positivity. You will spread every day a smile, laughter. You will have nice conversations with people. That what makes people start loving you. That what makes people start accepting you. But if you're always mad and you hate yourself and you spread such negativity or different kind of things in the air, people won't get nearby you. And then you will feel like no one loves you. So if you really need to love yourself, find love is like love yourself first, understand yourself, love your characters, love who you are, love every step that you do in your life. Even if it was not waking up and just sleeping, laying down on bed and watching Netflix, as long as you love that, it's, it's love at the end. And love is a huge thing, actually. Besides loving yourself is you need to know that, you know, your family loves you and you have people around you that loves you, you know, don't be like denying that no one loves you just because they wish the best for you and everyone's opinion is different. Understand everyone's opinion. You don't need to walk by their opinion, but just understand them and, and, and appreciate them. And then um, it all will build up once you find yourself love. It has been a really, really long journey and there were times it was a bit difficult too and it was very difficult for me to see Mazoon in that phase. It was, it affected her to a very different level and I've always seen her stand up again and again without fearing the fact that, you know, she was mentally ill or, you know, not feeling well about it and she always stood up. That was Harshada, Mazun's best friend for nearly 15 years, talking about her never dying spirit to stand up after every fall. In life, as human beings, we always look for or have role models that help us work towards our goals or help stay strong. As I ask Mazun about her role models, she confesses by I didn't have time to find someone like to see it as a role model or or love a character like a singer or an actor or a writer or an author. It was very difficult time to even love watching the movies, you know. It was a time where mm, I wasn't bothered to uh, give a chance for someone or or anyone to look for positivity. But I would say the only role model that was there for me is my mom. Because she was, she was, and she is still my best friend, to be honest. Like, she always told me, like, even if you don't have friends in school, don't worry, I'm there for you. And I used to laugh. I was like, you will never understand me because you're different and I'm different and I like stuff and you don't like stuff and, you know. You're a mother, you will always have that fear in me and all. But actually, no, my mother was like that, that friend, you know, when you have a friend and then you meet a friend and your best friend doesn't want you to walk out with, with that other friend. 
you know, comes <laughs> yeah. and tells you. But my mother, when she knew, when, when she sees my friends in school or let's say in college, and she knows that this person is not good for me, she wouldn't come and tell me like, Mizun, I don't like this girl. Don't hang out with her. I, I, I felt like bad energies. No. She's, she keeps it in her until I find a situation or a fight with that person. And then I go back to my mom. My mom, she's like, yeah, I knew it. But I kept quiet because I want you to experience it. Like, she's not the type that tells you, no, don't ever walk with this person. No, I don't want, no. She says it, but she says, learn it from your own experience. Like, she knows everything about my life. That even sometimes, some people right now, they tell me, like, Mizuni, we wish if we have your mom. She's very understanding. I'm like, <laughs> you need to get closer to your mom. You need to educate your mom to your life. That's, if you hide things, if you do a lot of things that's different, obviously your parents going to feel worried about you. But my mom and my dad, both. Okay. They're the ones who make me very strong right now, especially my dad. It was like a battle between me and him, like Tom and Jerry every day. Like, who's better? Who's the best? Let's do this. Let's do that. So with them, I feel like my, my, my only best friends that stick around until now are my both parents. And all the friends that walk out through the life and left and walk out and through the life, you know, just how they say it, money comes and go. And I feel like friends come and go. Right. The same thing. No one can't remember that one friend that's always just there because, you know, people grow up, change, find their own, their other stuff that they like and love. But your, your parents will always be there for you. They were my role models, my both parents, because I remember one time when that girl took my diary and showed it to the girls. My mom gave me her diary when she was young and she made me read it. She made me wow. feel a lot better. So my mom was my role model and she's still... Is, yeah. It is indeed a blessing to have parents that understand. And clearly, in Mazoon's case, they're also helping her overcome her everyday challenges. Her mother, Mrs. Shamsa Al-Balushi, encourages the youth who are going through similar situations to open up to their parents and also advises all parents to help and be engaged in their children's lives. She firmly says to talk to them, check up on them and not to leave them by themselves. أنصح كل الشباب وشابات اللي بهذا الحالة يعني في سن المراهقين يعني كذاك مرات يجي على البنات والأولاد هذا الحالة فأتمنى يعني من الأهل يساعدوهم يدخلوا معهم يشوفوهم يسألوهم ما اللي يخلوهم على نفسهم يعني. Along with the plenty things she does, Mizun is also a motivational speaker. How can I let her go without some energy-boosting statements? Your life is a road, just like the buildings and the lights that's next to your house that they choose. That's what you do in your life. You choose the feelings that you want to feel and you choose the people that you want them in your life. It's all by choice. And I know some people, a lot of us will be like, no, it's hard, it's difficult. But try to find yourself. The only thing that I can tell anyone who is struggling right now and, and feeling lost, especially, you know, during quarantine, a lot of things, a lot of people have changed and have, have a lot of things to change. Just discover yourself. Try to find the inner peace within you. Once that's found, everything would really be different in your life. And never give up, never feel hopeless because there is always 
a little light out there somewhere that you just need to unlock it. Thank you for listening to You Are Human. If you liked today's episode, then please share it. And if there's a subscribe or a follow option on the platform you're using to listen to this podcast, then please do that too. See you in the next episode. Until then, remember, our time is limited. Let's make the most of it.